I'm an ex-learning bites and I'm your host, Ace Kagler. Whether you're out for a stroll, making your morning coffee or working away at your desk, we're always one click away. Tune in every week to hear from our exciting lineup of guests. Thanks for joining me on Lumlex Learning Bites again, Sean Oldfield. My pleasure, Ace. Thanks for having me back. You're obviously addicted to podcasting as you keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, look, I enjoyed the last one. So, um, yeah, that had been still now the one, so I'm glad that we get to do it again. Absolutely. And, and it was a really popular episode, um, uh, the one we did last time together around interior design hacks. And we thought, you know, why not let it become a series with Sean Oldfield where we talk about some interior design tips and tricks and um, where you can use Lumnex products um, to, you know, apply to the different spaces in, in your homes. Um, today, so uh, I thought we'd talk about the kitchen space. So as we all know, you know, the kitchen is, is the heart of our homes, really. It's where we spend uh, the most time of our lives at home and especially um, these days where, you know, with if, if two of the parents are working, the only time they really get to spend together um, with, with the children as a family is in the kitchen when, you know, you're cooking and then you're spending time at dinner time together. And it's, it's the space where you get the most use out of. Um, and, and, you know, and often we probably use and abuse it. Um, so we want it to look beautiful. And I guess that's why I thought, you know, why not let's start off with the kitchen. Um, hopefully you can provide us uh, with some interior design hacks and how you could use the Laminex products in the kitchen with the kitchen bench, uh, the cabinetry. Um, I'm not sure if we want to get into walls and floors. But yeah, look, um, I'll leave it up to you to really start off with, of, okay, so you've, you've made the decision of um, you want to design a kitchen. Um, where do you really start from? Because there's so many things to consider, right? From budgets to your style. If you have a style, if you know what your style is, um, how you want to make it so timeless, the trends that are out there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things to consider um, when building, renovating, or even dreaming of a new house or kitchen. Um, so I guess uh, first place probably to start is budget. Uh, that's going to determine a lot of things um, around the kitchen space in particular. Uh, so that will help you to determine uh, what sort of finishes you can start looking at. Um, the, the actual look and design of the space um, that can be determined a little bit by cost as well. So one of the biggest areas um, that people should probably consider first uh, before they even start looking at their kitchen is the floor. So whether you're renovating or doing a new build, flooring is the one of the biggest expanses of space in um, a home. And particularly in kitchens these days, they tend to be quite open plan, so open to the kitchen, uh, the dining and living area. Uh, so you do end up with quite a lot of floor, whether it be tiles, laminate, hardwood floor, or um, the various other sort of types of flooring. 
Um, but this will determine where you sort of go with your colors and look as well. So yeah, that's probably where I'd start off first. Um, and then once you've worked out what floor you like and what colors and tones you're pulling out from the floor, then I'd start looking at um, style. So the styles would also determine the colors a little bit as well. Now, some, some people's style comes to them naturally and they know exactly what they want. They've always dreamed about a particular style home or space. Uh, some people it's not so, um, it's just not, it's not a, I guess a thing that's there instantly. Um, so it does require some research. Um, there are lots of good, in, good tools like in, uh, Instagram and Pinterest um, and blogs and that sort of thing as well. Um, but you do need to be careful that you don't get caught up in it as well because uh, it can become quite overwhelming and you just end up with pages of Pinterest pinned images or Instagram folders that you then don't know what to do with. Um, yeah, so my recommendation would be um, pick a whole lot um, and then start sort of narrowing it down. So you want to look at things like, um, I'd probably pick my top nine, 12 um, images. Uh, so it, we're talking kitchen, so a kitchen space. And I would look at what those uh, images have in common, what you really like about those particular images. Is it the handles? Is it the oven towers? Is it the splashback? And then from there, you can start pulling together a bit of a design palette. Sometimes uh, this can be really easy. Other times it can just all become a bit overwhelming. Um, at Lamex, we do actually have a um, design style. Uh, on our website. So you can actually go onto our website and uh, look at, uh, we've got 12 styles. So look at uh, 12 most popular styles, uh, which will give you base palettes to work with and materials and finishes as well. And it does tell you a bit about the style too. So you can work out if that is for you or if there's sort of another one that suits better. Well, can you talk about some of the styles we have on our website? Yeah, uh, so it, um, it does cover quite a lot our style. So we've got everything from uh, industrial, which is quite sort of heavy, moody, sort of more your darker wood tones and sort of matte finished bench tops and a little bit more rough and rugged. You've got um, Scandi, which has been a huge craze over the last couple of years, which is um, quite a lot more subdued, bleached timbers, really clean, simple with uh, pops of colour. Um, we've got classic, which is, um, it, it can vary from everything from like classic Hamptons right down to sort of more um, a portsy look or various other sort of coastal looks as well, or even um, country sort of country classic as well. Um, and that will be sort of your, your creamier, warmer tones um, and things like a, a marble look bench top um, with veining or um, classic handles and profiles on your cabinet. So we do have, yeah, quite a lot. So I would recommend jumping onto our website and having a bit of a look because um, it is a great source for inspiration. Um, we do also have a blog um, and inspiration images that we regularly update as well. So that also um, is a great place to look to. And what do you think people should be thinking about apart from colour? Yeah well so I guess they also I would take into account things like how you plan to use the kitchen um, so if you're a busy family you've got young kids you might find that having a big island with bar stools for the kids to eat breakfast at in the morning um, really works well for you 
or you might find that uh, you want a lot of storage so and you've got enough space potentially even to do like a butler's pantry or something um, you might be an entertainer so that might work really well because you can sort of hide all the mess away at the end of the day so things like that as well so a functionality point as well um, not just aesthetics um, will sort of deter help to narrow the sort of design down as well so and People generally will gravitate to the things they like. So um, they might like, some people like wood grain, some people don't. Some people want more sort of a clean, sleek look, um, or some people want a bit more of a classic look with textures and tones and that sort of thing too. So um, you'll start seeing in the imagery that you're picking that you're getting those sort of, um, that sort of feedback and you're seeing those sort of points in the imagery that you're looking at too. Obviously, we covered the floor. Then I would um, be looking at things like uh, I probably start off with your bench top. Uh, so because the bench top not only is a um, aesthetically a big thing of the space because it's at eye level, so you do see that sort of first when you walk in, uh, but also it needs to be really functional. Uh, so it depends on how you like to cook or how you like to use the space too. Um, so there are and endless number of options. Um, so whether you want to go something really durable like a laminate bench top, um, I guess you, like you've got different sort of levels of bench tops. So um, a laminate bench top is really practical. You can do it different finishes. So whether you want something like an absolute mat, which gives you a fingerprint resistance um, and it's antibacterial. So really good if you've got sort of young kids or that sort of thing. Um, then you've got uh, Essestone, so it's a manufactured um, stone bench top, composite bench top, uh, and that comes in quite a new number of finishes too. So you've got everything from like a, gl a gloss or a matte finish, even an igneous, which is a bit of a textured finish too. Um, so that can also um, determine a little bit in terms of look and how you plan to use the space. Um, and then we've got Hymax as well. So that's an acrylic composite, um, which is made up with minerals and natural pigments. Uh, so it is thermoformable too, so you can actually achieve um, seamless joins. So you don't have, if you're wanting a really big island or waterfall end, you don't have to have any visible seams, which is really nice. Um, and that's also non-porous too. So uh, it, it, these finishes, I guess, will be determined a little bit on, and the products will be term, determined based on your budget. Um, so that's something to keep in mind too. But um, yeah, it's definitely worth seeing the different options and how they feel both uh, how they feel as well as look to and function for your needs so um yeah that's what i sort of yeah look at for bench tops um and get, i guess colors and looks are going to come to that as well um and that would be a little bit determined by the style you're going for too whether you're going for uh, something with a bit of veining or um, more of a concrete aggregate look or you're wanting something really clean and simple um, they would yeah that would be determined a little bit by a style and sean uh, so you know how some people just know what they want they go okay i want st a stone bench top why would they prefer a stone bench top? And I know um, with the limited knowledge I have um, mm. that uh, we can pretty much imitate the look of a stone bench top with the beautiful laminates we have. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, um, laminate and laminate bench tops in particular have come a huge way over the last couple of years. Um, so the quality isn't compromised going for a laminate bench top or 
over a uh, engineered or natural stone bench top. Um, you will get just as beautiful prints. Um, it does allow you to have really nice big islands and um, bench tops without having to have joins either. Um, but it's also a lot more cost effective. So it does mean that you can invest in other areas of your kitchen. So if you did want to go for a laminate bench top, it does mean that you could uh, potentially put that extra money into things like nicer cabinetry handles um, or profile doors or um, even a splashback that you, you thought was going to be out of reach. Those sort of things um, are a bit more achievable with a, a laminate bench top because you're getting the look that you want, but without the cost factor. Um, so yeah, it's, I would say it's a really good option. Okay, that's great to know. And then where would you like to move on next? Uh, so the next thing I'd probably look at is cabinetry. Um, so it does depend on how you how your kitchen is actually designed. Um, so you, you do the design space at the design planning of your kitchen before you get into colours and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, it depends if you've got things like you've got an island or you've got a galley kitchen or that sort of thing. It's going to depend on how you, I guess, um, style the kitchen and come up with the different colors and uh, look and feel of it. Um, but yeah, as, as I mentioned before, the style will determine a little bit with what look and feel you go for. Uh, so if you are going for a classic um, or more traditional looking kitchen, uh, you'll be tending to go for a cabinetry that's got profiles. Uh, if you're going for wood, they'll be a little bit softer, a little bit sort of, um, texture to add that sort of warmth and depth into it. Um, whereas if you're going for uh, something really sleek, um, more sort of elegant, sort of I guess even something like a Scandi or industrial, um, you might find that you go for a handleless kitchen, um, which gives you that really clean polished look, um, which, yeah, so you'd use something like a reverse bevel door for that. So we, um, we have done uh, recently did a collaboration with Kenny Nolan uh, and, um, they came, uh, designed some spaces in collaboration with Laminex. So the trends that we're sort of seeing um, based around, I guess, those uh, coll that collaboration, but also tr um, trends as well. Um, people are becoming a little bit more daring with color, uh, especially through having, uh, we've all gone through this big pandemic um, and everything was quite gloomy and dull. People want a bit more color and vibrancy back into their life. So they're adding that into things like their, their uh, wardrobes, so fashion, but also they're wanting it in their space as well. Um, so, you, for example, the um, uh, the apartment kitchen that we did, um, that features uh, French navy, which is a beautiful classic um, navy that we've got. That's an absolute matte. And then we've paired it with, we've paired it with a green, a muted green, which really, it normally doesn't work, but in this space, it really does, uh, it throws some interest in there. And that's got a terracotta tile uh, to warm up the space. Um, and then for the internal carcass, we've done pillar box. Uh, so that just adds that element of surprise when you open up the kitchen, uh, open up a drawer or a cupboard, but it also adds that point of color in without having to do your whole kitchen in red, uh, which would scare a lot of people. So you can have bursts of color in a space without having to have them on show all the time. Um, or you could even do something like an open shelf or a splashback or even handles. You could do some really cool funky handles and then um, they would be a simple change out if you, if you wanted to sort of update the space. So we're also seeing a lot warmer tones. Um, 
So those sort of creamier um, beige faces are coming through, which is really nice. Um, uh, yeah, people are, people are wanting those warmer spaces. They want it to be a bit more intimate um, and not feel so sterile, So, which is really nice. Colour does um, play a huge role in our mood and um, the space that we feel, feel around us. Uh, if we have those colours too, that's going to change the feeling. So if you've got things like um, sort of those more earthy tones or burnt sort of uh, reds and those sort of greens, um, that helps us relate back to nature, um, which is a really important thing, especially in um, this day and age where a lot of people, well, more and more people are living in apartments and smaller spaces. Uh, so this does sort of bring in that element in but also makes us feel a bit more at rest and at home too. So um, yeah, it's, it's really good to see. If you do tend to um, fall into that sort of, that spectrum where you prefer the more muted, softer tones, you can always add that pops and bursts of color with accessories too. Uh, so that's a really simple and effective way to do it. If you're sort of, don't wanna to go to the full commit, committed level of doing color cut cabinetry or something really bright and daring, um, you can still achieve that look with uh, accessories and uh, decor items. So. What do you mean by accessories? Uh, so everything from, say, like a vase, um, even greenery, flowers, that sort of thing, throws, uh, kitchen appliances, for example, um, you can get really bright, vibrant colours these days. So, uh, yeah, you can, you can do it that way too. Um, okay, well, let's move on to um, another area. What do we have? Is it splashbacks? Yeah, yeah, let's look at splashbacks. Um, so splashbacks, there are endless number of options too. Uh, again, it will be determined a little bit by the style that you're wanting and also how often uh, you plan to use the space too. Um, so something like a marble splashback can look beautiful, uh, but it does require feeling um, because it is porous as well and it's very expensive. Um, so another alternative you could go is Glass, but glass is also quite expensive too. Um, Lamex does have a product called Medline, which it does give you the look and appearance of and durability of glass, um, but it's uh, it's not quite as reflective, so it does make it easy to clean. You don't get those streaks that you get on glass. And it does come in quite a number of colors too, so that's quite a good option. Um, another way to go is tiles. Uh, so they tiles come in endless options, whether you want to go something uh, like a classic subway running in a herringbone to add a bit of interest into the space. Uh, you could do a large format tile so you're reducing the amount of grout that you have. Um, and you can even go for stone look tiles too. So whether you want something like a marble look or a granite or something like that as well, you can achieve those looks through tiles. What, what are you thinking about when you're picking splashbacks? Uh, so I guess, Splashbacks, I would be thinking um, about um, how you want the space to feel. So if you're going for a cleaner sort of um, sleeker look, I would probably go something like a, a metal-line splashback where you're not having joins. Or if you were going um, tiles, I'd go for a large format gloss finish, uh, which is going to give you that really clean, sleek look. Um, Whereas if you're going for something like a classic look, um, you'd be looking at probably a more intricate pattern, uh, whether it's sort of a subway tile or um, that sort of a bit more handmade look tile even, um, which has got a, they've got a bit of texture 
Um, and you could even do something like a satin finish or um, a matte finish in there, which plays on those elements and textures and uh, finishes too. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what next? Uh, so I guess uh, next thing is probably uh, handles. Um, so handles can be referred to as the jewelry of the kitchen. Uh, so they're sort of the finishing touch, uh, but as little as they are, they do actually make a massive difference to the space. Um, so handles are probably something I would recommend not skimping on um, because they can sort of make or break a look. So think about things like uh, the colors that you've got already going in the space. Do you want to tie it in? If you've got say a matte black tap, do you want to do matte black handles to match that in? Or do you want to do something really interesting and quirky and do like a, a copper? or um, a brass look, um, even the style too. Um, so some handles um, look quite good, um, but can actually be quite um, impractical to use. So they're quite hard to hold, or um, you find that you catch your clothes on them all the time, so they rip. So we're thinking about things like that as well, um, especially if you've got little kids as well, probably um, handles that don't have sharp edges um, are probably would be really important in the space too, because uh, last thing you want is an injury from something that could be prevented. Oh. So yeah, that's that would be a big thing. Um, and then I would say lighting. Lighting is uh, probably one of the most crucial um, elements in a kitchen. Um, so it's going to mean if you have poor lighting, it's going to mean that you're not going to want to be in the space because it can be quite cold or really hard, really dark and hard to see. Um, so natural light is obviously the preferred option for lighting, um, but not everyone can have that. And it's, we don't have natural light all the year round and all the time uh, of the day. So artificial light um, is a really big factor too. Um, so you do need um, task lighting. Um, so that can come in the form of uh, LED strip lighting under overheads or down lights. Um, but I would also um, think about your feature lighting too. So your ambient lighting. Uh, so you might have pendants over your island or um, you might do something like that. So it just adds that extra level of design and warmth into the space. Um, having different levels of lighting and in different spaces does also mean that you can uh, control them how you want. So if you're having sort of people over for dinner, but you don't want to have the whole kitchen lit up, you can just have the island lights on. Or if you really need to sort of do a big cake or something like that, and you need lots of task lighting, you can turn all the lights on, or it just gives you those options. Whereas if you tend to sort of just do a blanket um, rule for your lighting that you're restricted with what you can do. So even, even um, putting the lights on dimmers too can make a really big difference too, uh, because depending on how much light you've got in, coming in from natural sources um, will determine on how much light you actually need in the space too. Next question. Yep. If you had an unlimited budget, how would you design your kitchen, Sean? Oh, good question. Um, I think it, it, look, it does greatly depend on where I was building this kitchen, uh, whether it was in the city or the countryside or down by the coast. Um, I ideally would like to build a kitchen that looked out into, um, out into the uh, exterior space. 
So whether it looked onto um, a backyard or a side yard or even onto views would be uh, really nice, uh, particularly when you're cooking too. So you don't then have to look straight as flashback. You could do something really beautiful like a, um, a picture window there or um, yeah, I guess making the space feel connected uh, would be is really important to me. So um, making yeah, making sure that it's not just sort of a room by itself, but it's connected to the other spaces both internally and externally would probably be um, my biggest thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's good to know, uh, Sean's dream kitchen. And uh, we want our listeners to go away and action something after listening uh, to our episode. So what would that be? Um, so I would say um, I, would, I would probably visit the Lamex website. Um, it's a really good space. Oh, even the Instagram page as well. Really good um, starting point for inspiration, whether it's product information that you want or uh, imagery in, in inspiration, um, that would probably be a really good starting point um, because it does mean you can do it at any time too. So whether you can't sleep at night and you, <laughs> you want something to do um, or you're in your lunch break and you're scrolling through Instagram, jump onto the website and um, yeah, have a bit of a look and see what, see what we do and what we're creating um, for you guys. Awesome. Now, before I let you go, um, this is going to be a bit of a personal question. I asked mm -hmm. you uh, a series of questions uh, last time. I've got one uh, for you. Sure. <laughs> what are you curious about uh, right now? What am I curious about right now? Um, I think um, personally, I'm um, becoming more and more interested with the world around me, in particular things like nature and uh, how, how I guess, uh, things at work um, and I get like more than, I guess, just the human race. So in terms of things like animals or um, plants or things like that, I, I find quite interesting. Um, and I guess, and even learning from the two. So you look at um, animals, for example, and they do tend to live a more simple life, but they're Dogs, for example, are always happy. Um, they're always happy and glad to see you. So I guess looking at how they live their lives, but also what they do and how they interact with other people is quite interesting to see um, and trying to sort of take that into my life a little bit and learn from that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. much um for joining me again sean interior design hacks with sean oldfield uh is a series now we've done a part um around uh, how working from home or at lumnex is working from anywhere employees can adapt their workspace to make it feel um beautiful and more like a um a pleasant space to work from so check out that episode if you haven't already um but i'm gonna let you go now sean thank you so much thanks for having me eh?